Welcome to Chatting with Ron, everyone. This is a program that focuses on people doing amazing things with their lives. Some are authors, some are business or government leaders, and some are leading nonprofits. All are, in their own way, making the planet a better place. You can listen to Chatting with Ron in several ways. We're broadcast on WVLP FM radio, which is located in Valparaiso, Indiana, on Monday mornings from 8 to 9 and Friday afternoons from 1 to 2. If you're in Valparaiso, it's 103.1 on your FM dial. And, uh, but I think a better way to stream it uh, is to stream it from their website at wvlp.org. By going to their website, you can see all that they're doing in the Valparaiso community, and you can become a part of that. You can also underwrite this program by uh, emailing the station manager. It's a really nice guy named Greg Kovich at info at wvlp.org. You can also find this under uh, this program in iTunes under the podcast of the same name, Chatting with Ron. And uh, if you enjoy the podcast, please consider subscribing to it. Currently, it's underwritten uh, both on the radio and uh, uh, in iTunes by Ron Bush Consulting Incorporated. And you're welcome to check out our website at ronbushconsulting.com. That said, um, our guest today is Dan Schinder. And, uh, welcome, Dan. It's great to see you. Thank you. You too. Thank you so much for having me, Ron. Oh, thank you for being on. Dan is, uh, is the owner of Social Media on Steroids. He's actually got several, several different enterprises going. I'm going to read a few things here. You've built a global presence with a million active followers and growing by 2,500 a week, over 130 countries. That just blows me away. Um, you reach 20 million people a month using social media marketing and brand building strategies and you, that you developed on Facebook while growing the Drum Talk TV brand. I can't wait to, to get into all of this. Um, I want to I do a few more stats here because I, I just find them just incredible. The high level of engagement yields an average of two and a half million in reach. That's 750,000 to 1 million post engagements one and a half to two million video views and 2,500 new followers all in every seven day period. You've never paid, Dan's never paid for advertising or boosting post of a brand's content. With Dan Schinder's social media on steroids workshops, courses and consulting, Dan shares exactly how he turned Drum Talk TV from an idea into a profitable business and how you can too. What Dan teaches can work for virtually any business in any industry from a local model to global. So Dan, let's, let's talk about how you got started. I can't wait to get to the meat and potatoes, but I mean, you, you started with Drum Talk TV, right? I did, and um, it was sort of not an accident, but it wasn't planned. And what I mean by that is I had an online lessons platform for a very short period of time called Dan's Drum Clinics. And at one point I decided to interview a couple fellow educators mm -hmm. and it started with my wife getting very wide-eyed about that because she saw me do interviews in another life. Uh -huh. <laughs> and different medium outside of music and she said, that's what you should be doing. And I said, no, it's, it's really about the drum lessons. This is just an extra tab on that website because my philosophy was and still is that as drummers and this goes for really any lifestyle niche um 
I, I thought as drummers, we can learn more than just sitting at a drum set or a practice pad. We can learn from each other's perspectives based on our unique experiences. So that's why I started interviewing a couple fellow educators. And when I explained that to her, she got even more wound up about it. And then I shared it with another friend who I'm really close to, who's known me for a very long time to get his feedback. He said the same thing. And then he told a guy he knows in television who looked at everything and called me, told me who he was. And he basically um, said, I don't, you know, I hope you take this the right way, but the, the lessons are just going to water down the interview stuff and the interviews are great. You really should just do that. And that was the last straw. <laughs> that was like uh, November of 2012. So it was the first week of January that I had closed Dan's Drum Clinics. I officially opened uh, Drum Talk TV as a DBA under Shindig Enterprises. Okay. And away we went. And I had 47,000 fans on Facebook on the Drum Talk TV page in the first seven weeks. And I know companies and brands that have been on social media on any given channel for five to 10 years and they don't have that many fans. Yeah. Now, granted, it was a little easier back then in some ways. However, at that time, Facebook didn't have the video option and video is the number one way people prefer to get content and information delivered to them. It reaches more people, it achieves more engagement. And this was without video. So in the first year of Drum Talk TV, I realized that our numbers were extraordinary and a third party statistical uh, company showed me that we were reaching we had 900% more online reach and engagement on just Facebook alone than all of our industry peers, which is a fluffy way of saying competitors. So if you looked at all the drumming magazines and looked at their online presence on Facebook, we were achieving 900% more reach and online engagement than all of them combined. Wow. That's when I started developing the social media on steroids line of uh, products which are workshops, courses, um, consulting, and I can provide the service. And I started teaching that stuff in the music industry first, since that's where my biggest audience was. And then I branched out and now I've taught it to clients in 20 countries in real estate, the dental industry, the auto industry, the music industry, it just goes on and on. And it virtually can work for, like you said in the intro, any business in just about any industry. So um, that's exciting and it's also amazing. So let's get into the nuts and bolts. How, okay, so that's how you got started. Spread us out, bring us up to date. What have you been doing since 2012, I think? And, and how do we get to today? So yeah, it was actually 2013 uh, when I did start Drum Talk TV and in that first year is when uh, we achieved those results. So that's when I started breaking out the workshops and courses and now um social media on steroids is the more well-known brand name but the actual company is advanced social marketing and i i just started teaching it to individual entrepreneurs startup companies and even some really big corporate clients as well as some millionaire entrepreneurs who were very established but wanted to learn more about how I do this. 
And I, I really have just, as, as things have changed in that world, and they do as far as the algorithms and how the different platforms work, and it's never really about how the platform works, though we need to understand that. It's really about understanding your audience, which is never one persona. Mm -hmm. And it's about understanding how to create content that resonates with the different types of personas in your audience and not to be selling to them constantly because you cannot build a community and love with a brand around just promoting what that brand does. And this is the number one mistake that, that newbies do and big corporations. If we look up, I hate to call out some big names, but let's just say wink, wink, for example. Okay, so if we looked at Hershey's chocolate, Vans shoes, Levi's, Tabasco, and many others, mm -hmm. they have millions of followers. And first, let's examine that. How did they get millions of followers? Well, all those brands are what I would refer to as legacy brands, right? They've been around for 30, 50, 100 plus years, some of them. Right. And it was easy when social media arrived and Facebook arrived and the average consumer, like all of us, looked on our phones or our mm -hmm. computer and saw that Tabasco is on Facebook. Well, I'm going to click like because I love Tabasco. Yeah. Levi's, I wear Levi's. I'm going to click like. Vans shoes, I buy those for my kids. I'm going to click Vans shoes. And it was easy for them to amass millions of followers. But like other things in life, size yeah. doesn't matter without performance. So... <laughs> <laughs> so if you go to some Facebook pages of some of your biggest brand folks who are listening, uh -huh. you're to see that they have millions of followers. But if you look down the timeline of content, there's not much happening. There's not a lot of comments and there's not a lot of shares. That is where the gold is because the comments are where we build the relationship with our audience and with our target market. It's where we humanize the experience. It's where we build likability, trust, and brand love. And those three things need to happen before they'll sign up for an e-list, let alone buy something. Right. <laughs> and this whole step is skipped by some of the biggest brands. All they're doing is advertising the the next greatest sale that weekend. Bring the kids. We're going to have face painting. The hot dog guy and Jolly Jumper. Bring the kids down to the car lot. Uh -huh. And and if all we do is ever promote and advertise to our audience, again, there's no opportunity to build a relationship and build brand love. And the other piece of gold is the shares. The shares are how we grow organically. And this is why I've never had to spend a penny on advertising Drum Talk TV or boosting any posts. We've just never done it. It's all about building the community and that's done by understanding content marketing, not content advertising, but content and digital marketing. Great, now let's keep in mind not everybody listening or, or watching is going, to, uh, is going to, to be up on all the terms. So let's talk share. What do you mean when you say the shares? So let's use Facebook as an example. And while what I teach can work on virtually any social media platform, and I do cover other platforms when I do teach this stuff, I use Facebook as the foundation for a couple simple reasons. One, it has the largest population. We're at about 2.77 billion people mm -hmm. on Facebook. And the other reason is because if you took all the other platforms, 
and looked at all their features, Facebook basically has all of them rolled up into that one platform. So if you learn to master this stuff on Facebook, everything applying it to everywhere else is a lot easier. So on a Facebook post, you have the ability to, to comment, to write a comment, or to click a button that says share. And if you share it, you have the opportunity to share it either to another Facebook fan page that you're a admin of, or your own personal Facebook page, or into a Facebook group, or into private messaging with the people, to anybody in particular that you're connected with. And that, again, is where all the organic growth comes from. Great, great. So um, it sounds to me like this is, this is appropriate. It doesn't matter industry. It doesn't matter if you're for-profit, not-for-profit. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter. I mean, if you're interested in, in growing and, and uh, creating relationships, I, I got to tell you, probably 30, 40 years ago, uh, I worked for a man who said that um, nothing happens in business until money changes hands. And I, you know, I thought about that for, for a while. He was my boss, so I didn't go back and tell him I thought he only had part of it. The truth is that nothing happens in business or anything else in life until there's a relationship. That's true. Money doesn't change hands unless there's a relationship. If it's, let's say it's Target. I expect them to, uh, I expect them to have uh, whatever it is I'm looking for in stock, give it to me at a fair price. And if it turns out it's not what I want, need, or it's not good merchandise, take it back and give me my money back. I, it's not a high level relationship, but there is a relationship there, a degree of trust. Right. Um, it, everything else just revolves around that. I, I think you've got it pegged. Yeah, I agree a hundred percent. And the interesting thing is that the, the relationship part is the most important part, and that is the biggest thing that's overlooked. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of people are out there maybe thinking, well, I don't need a million fans of my brand. And, and you're right, you don't. But here's the reason to grow. If we consider for a moment, this is sort of an arbitrary number, but sort of not. And I call it leveraging the 5% rule. If we think for a moment that if only 5% of the people aware of our brand are going to buy from us, and in some industries it might be 15%, and some it might be half a percent. Let's just call it five. If only 5% of our audience aware of us are going to buy from us, if we cannot change that 5% factor or whatever that factor is, the only thing we can change is what that 5% is of. So do we want 5% of 1,000 people to buy from us? 5% or higher our services, whatever it is that we do, or 5% of 10,000 people or 100,000 people or 500,000 people. So that's the reason to grow. But while you are busy growing that audience, you also want to inspire, and I do mean inspire, at least 30% to engage with our content because those are the people that are going to fall into the I'm sold on you category, the brand love category. And they're gonna champion your brand for you as well. And they're gonna become what's called social proof because I can run around all day long and talk about how great my social media marketing education and services are. I can run around all day long and say how great 
Drum Talk TV is you could run around all day long, say how great chatting with Ron Bush is. Who's going to listen to us? Of course we're going to say that. Uh -huh. But when our fans and our clients and our customers say that, that is called social proof. And again, that's where more gold is. And other people validating the fact that it's a for you product too. Not because Dan says how great his product is, but because I'm saying it because I worked with Dan. I got great results. You got to do it too. Yeah. That's that's what's so important to create. And going back to what you said, Ron, that does not happen without a relationship, even with a great experience. You know, we're all busy and we're all bombarded with so many things throughout the day. Donate here, sign up for this. And, and to ask someone, hey, will you, will you champion my brand for me? They won't do it unless they really have a relationship with you simply because we only have so much time in the day. And that I never let that hurt my feelings. I just let it be a reminder that those relationships really have to be there. And it's up to us to not only create those and foster those, but to keep giving them longevity, you know, mm -hmm. keeping that relationship up, ship, relationship up and not make it um, just a while well, this is happening now sort of relationship. Right. Right. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more about the relationships. It also strikes me, you know, if you're asking people to promote your brand or promote your service, whatever it might be, you're treating them like a salesman. You know, you're not going to pay them a commission, but you're treating them like you should. Whereas if uh, they used to call it uh, word of mouth, I don't know if they still call it that or not. But I think so. And I think though that's where I probably get most of my business from. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I still do. And, and that's because it's unsolicited by you. It's it's right. somebody just naturally saying, you know, I use this guy and, and I got all this kind of results and, and he's great and I really enjoyed working with him. Now you've got somebody who's freely, I mean, you can't buy that kind of advertising. You you can enjoy it, but you can't buy it. You have to earn it, really. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, so let's talk about, let's say, uh, uh, and I don't want, don't want you to give away too much here because I want people to call you or contact you. By the way, while we're, we're crossing that road, yeah. how can people get in touch with you? We'll do this several times throughout the podcast. Sure. But Thank how you. I appreciate that. Um, my e best email for me, it's, it's, and I don't want to sound rude, it's almost impossible for me to take unscheduled phone calls. Even my kids call, text me and say, Dad, are you free for a call? Or can I call you at five or whatever? Even they know. But So email is best. Um, Dan at advancedsocialmarketing.com and that website, advancedsocialmarketing.com, um, pretty much spells out uh, most of the services that I offer in the education. We're still adding some info on the providing the service of social media, but it has a very robust uh, descriptions of the three main courses that I teach and um, I do offer consulting as well. Um, so so the, that website and that email is probably the best place for people to start. And thank you. I appreciate that. Great. Great. What, uh, what would be the ideal? I, I know we talked about any industry, but would somebody like me, I'm a consultant. Other people are going to own their own businesses. Is there a size? What, what would be your ideal type client? What would be the person that would, uh, uh, that you would say you're the you're the poster child for why I do what I do. Yeah, someone who's mad at a lot of money that needs to get rid of it. 
No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. Um, it's a great question. And I'm trying to think of, you know, I don't think there's always blanket answers, but I'm trying to think of kind of a very simple way to put it. And it's really anyone who is smart enough and brave enough in any business of any size to do something different than what they've been doing to get better results. And I say that because part of the challenge in my world of providing this education and training and the services and consulting is that there's a lot of other people offering this, but the average, even with a marketing MBA, the average person doesn't really know enough to vet the right person. And so unfortunately, I fall into this mix of, and there's some great people out there, don't get me wrong, but there's a lot of yahoos out there that are providing a service, thinking that they're doing it honestly, and they're not really getting results. And, and the person that's going to hire them doesn't know how to vet them. Mm -hmm. So that's a, a challenge. But I would start out by saying the ideal client for me is someone who really wants to get different results, better results, and is willing to do and learn something different to be able to do that. A lot of times, especially this time of year and the beginning of the year, I'm always asking other business owners and marketers and people, you know, what are you going to do this year to make it better than last year or the year before? And a lot of times what I hear is the same things they've been doing. There's nothing different. Yeah. There's really fundamentally nothing different about it, but they think that because we're, we're soon going to, get shot out of the holiday fog on the other side and that fourth digit in the date changes and uh, it's like a fresh start. What do we do? Well, we've been doing this. We know how much it costs and it works. So let's just spend that same ad money on the same ad stuff, except we'll spice up the pictures a little bit and send out more press. And that never changes anything. Who um, was it? I hear Einstein quoted uh, or given credit a lot for, uh, doing the same thing over and over, but expecting different results is a form of in insanity. insanity. And it is. It yeah. really is. Um, one thing I would like to give away that I really believe is a golden nugget, and again, this is for nonprofits, any organizations, this could be for even a, a civil service organization like a fire department, police department, armed forces, any uh, bootstrapped entrepreneur startup or a very large corporation is this social media and digital marketing is still fairly new and a lot of us especially people my age or older I'm in my mid 50s creeping up on late 50s we're very stuck in our ways and a lot of people still believe in the golden print advertising but what I'd like to submit is this, if we compare the difference between print advertising versus really effective social media marketing, here's the difference. With print ads, well, first of all, when I, when I buy a magazine mm -hmm. I, and I collect certain magazines and I go back and look at them years later, I'm, I'm gonna read the article again about one of my favorite drummers or about this amazing mountain climbing trail that I read about. If I look at the ads, they're going to be out of date and they're there at that point just for nostalgic purposes. Right. But fundamentally, here's the difference with print. You don't know who saw the ad. It doesn't matter how many magazines are in circulation. Let's say it's half a million. Mm -hmm. You don't know how many people saw the ad. 
You don't know what they thought of it if they saw it. You don't know if they already used your product or service. You don't know if they did and they, there was a problem and they switched to someone else. And if so, you don't know why or who it is they switched to. You can't discern anything and you can't really drive traffic from a print ad. It's almost worthless. Not quite, but it's almost worthless. Whereas with social media and digital marketing, think about this, folks. You can, we already touched on some of it, you can build the relationships via the comments and posts. You can get it to more people, not only by relying on your audience to share it, by you yourself sharing it into relevant groups of like-minded people of the niche of whatever business or industry you're in. Let's say you have a gym. Let's say you have a yoga studio. Let's say you're a, a fitness coach. You could be posting about tips of the day, tips of the week, and in the meantime, be sharing it into dozens of other fitness groups to attract people back to your fan page. Print doesn't do that. Yeah. Um, and, and you can drive traffic to where you want them to go. So it could be to sign up for a newsletter or your e-list. It could be to look at a landing page that's relevant to what service or product you just posted about, or if it's, which should only be 20 to 30% of what you post, by the way, 70 to 80%, going back to what we talked about before, 70 to 80% should be community building content, not what's for sale, what's for sale, what's for sale. That'll wear people out, they'll stop paying attention. They'll mm -hmm. turn your channel off. Speaking of channels, imagine this. If you turned on the TV and the screen said, welcome to our channel, all we wanna do is advertise you. And you saw five minutes of your favorite show, and then I just sit through 25 minutes of commercials and they get five more minutes of your show and then 25 more minutes of, or on radio, no one would watch or listen to that. Yeah. So I teach how to create content that's going to resonate with people, get people to trust you, love what you do, love who you are, fall in love with what you do, follow you. And eventually if you have the rest of your bleep together on your website and how you pitch your services and your products, whether it's at a brick and mortar establishment, whether it's virtual, whether it's online services or purchases, it all works the same way. That's what I teach people how to do. And I love it. I, I think the biggest gratification I get out of what I do, Ron, is in the end game, seeing people get the results that I, I knew they would get. And I guarantee results. I guarantee people will get results if they do exactly what I teach them. And, I, and along the process, the gratification is the forehead slapping moments. People leave with a pink forehead from doing this the whole time. <laughs> seeing the light bulbs of epiphany go on when I explain something and they go, oh, that's what we've been doing wrong. Mm -hmm. Or wow, I never thought of that. Or wow, that's so simple. None of this is hard. In fact, I like to tell people, I'll get close to my microphone for this one. It's so easy. Even a drummer can do it. So you <laughs> folks can do it too, I promise you. <laughs> that's, that's great. I hope that, that painted a picture. You know, it's really someone who, no matter how successful you already are, or if you're already starting out, it's a matter of wanting to achieve better results and willing to do something different, learn something different to do that. Excellent, excellent. So I'm going to take a real quick moment here. We're going to identify the station. Uh, first off, you may be listening to Chatting with Ron on WVLP if you're in Valparaiso, Indiana. You could be. It's 103.1 FM. Um, it, I recommend always that you stream it rather than dial it. Uh, and that's uh, WVLP.org. Go to the website. 
check out, see what uh, the station is doing in the community. I think you'll be surprised and pleasantly surprised. And, uh, and while you're there, see how you can be a part of that. Um, Greg Kovic is a really nice guy, station manager at WVLP. Uh, you can call the station or uh, email him, info at wvlp.org. Chatting with Ron is also available on iTunes. Uh, it's under the podcast, of course, of the same name. If, uh, if you enjoy this program and other programs, please consider subscribing to the channel. Uh, currently, we're uh, underwriting it, Ron Bush Consulting Incorporated. Uh, but check out our website. Uh, we'll have it posted there. And if you're interested in also underwriting the program, uh, let us know about that. So uh, let's talk about, um, first off, from the clients, what's the biggest challenge your clients face before they become your clients? And you've touched on that a little bit. Uh, but, but after that, what's the biggest challenge you face as a provider of your education, training, consulting, and services? The biggest challenge I face is, I believe, um, you know, being in that mix of this community of people that profess to teach this stuff or provide the service. You, it's, uh, I can almost equate it to, in a way, in a, as a used car salesman sort of conundrum. And I don't mean that we are all looked at like used car salesmen where it could be schlocky and you know all of that but being lumped in together and the i'll call them consumer the client or prospect consumer not really being equipped to vet anybody and and that unfortunately i don't know if there's a cure for that well i do have one that i'll get to in a moment but it's kind of like the chicken and the egg what comes first you got to you got to learn this stuff before you can learn how to vet it, but how are you going to vet the right person to learn it from? So sometimes it's a matter of talking to someone, hopefully getting a really good vibe, but ask folks if it's not me. If you don't come to me to check me out and have a conversation, ask whomever you're speaking with, whether it's a big firm, because some people think they have it all figured out. Well, we have a big PR agency. Really, what are they doing for you? Well, they're doing our social media. Really, what are they doing for you? Well, they're, they're doing, well, what are they doing? And a lot of people can't answer that. And a lot of people can't cite results because they don't know that they're even getting results, let alone know what results are. And a lot of people will base results solely on sales. And that's not really correct because a social media marketing company or consultant or service provider isn't providing sales for you. You do that. That's you right. do that with your salespeople or you do it with the online experience. My job, our job, if people are doing it my way, uh, is to help build your community and help amplify your message and help teach you how to market so that you do build a community that falls in love with what you do. So ask for people, not just for references, look at numbers. What was XYZ Company's online audience like before you worked with them and what is it now? And there should be a huge difference in those numbers, you know? Um, we, and one example I use when I teach is a young lady who, <laughs> young lady, she's my age, so she's a young lady, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she sent me a graph um, a year after working with me that showed how many fans she was acquiring before she met me uh -huh. per week and how many fans per week while she was learning from me and then afterwards. And the difference was about eight 
uh, 500% difference in three months after learning from me. So I think key, key, what you're saying here, it's the key thing to keep in mind. This is an old saying, but it's, it was true then, it's still true. If it's worth doing, it's worth measuring. If you don't know, the, the old joke is, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. So if you're, if you're not measuring your sales, you should be, where those sales come from, and you're exactly right. Your services are not making the sale. You're driving the client to the, to the individual, right. to the company. Exactly. They've got to differentiate between leads they've gotten or, or referrals they've gotten or, or depends on the business, the client that walked in the door or picked up the phone, whatever it is, they've got to quantify where did this person come from? Would you have gotten that before? Uh, or, or how do you know what? What do you do with them now once you once you have them? Well, that's that's what your salespeople are supposed to to do. Exactly. And if and if you're getting the clients in, but not making the sale, now you got a different problem to work exactly. on. But you don't know it unless you quantify, it, unless you measure it. Exactly. And it's it, what what I provide and what people like me should be providing is brand and product awareness. Mm -hmm. Okay, so again, going back to that equation, it's one thing to be aware. Now, help me fall in love with you. Help right. me fall in love with what you have to offer. Help me see it's a good value. Help me see that it's for me. Help me trust your brand and your services. There's all of that as part of that same equation, and that's what I deliver, and I guarantee that it works. So, so let me ask you something. You, you, you're in the social media realm. Is it different marketing on Facebook as opposed to LinkedIn, as opposed yes. to Instagram? What, what, what are the differences? And for not all our listeners are going to be up on Snapchat and Instagram and all these other things. So take a moment as you walk through it, identify or define the different, uh, the different types and, and the markets. And, and I guess elaborate on what the differences are all the way across. Sure. That's a great question. So um the biggest difference and what one needs to understand and adhere to is the mechanical differences so on this side is the mechanical differences of the platform and on this side it's understanding the differences in the human behaviors of how that platform is used so let's start with that so what i mean by that is I use Facebook, I use Instagram, I use YouTube, I use Vimeo, and I use LinkedIn. But my behaviors are different on each one. Um, um, define each one. Many of our listeners might yeah. not know what Vimeo is. Uh, there's, you just plowed through a bunch of them. So sure, sorry. <laughs> that's all right. Vimeo is a lot like YouTube. However, YouTube is more of a I, I joke and say you can literally find how to do anything on YouTube, including taking out your own spleen. Now, I don't yeah. recommend that, yeah. but you can literally, it's literally the Google, because Google owns it now. It's the Google of video. You can search for anything and find it. Vimeo, you can search and everything, but it's a bit more, the content on there isn't as much, um, superfluous <laughs> there's a lot of superfluous stuff on youtube whereas vimeo is more for business for marketing and the artistic side of things like short films and how-to courses because you could do pay-per-view 
on um, on uh, Vimeo, pay on demand uh, for short films, for learning courses and things like that. Um, so so those that's the difference between those two. LinkedIn is more for it's only for business. Yeah. There, there's no one showing uh, Grant, uh, Aunt Mabel's cornbread recipe on LinkedIn, I hope. Unless it's a bakery maybe, and this is where it all started, then that flies, then that's great. Uh, funny cat videos, probably not. I'm a cat lover, animal lover. I, I post a, a more of my cats than our 11 kids and 19 grandkids. I'm sure it drives <laughs> them nuts. Um, but where would that work on LinkedIn? Well, maybe if I had an animal shelter, you know, and say, look at Missy, she just had a whiff of catnip and she's doing somersaults, come and adopt her, she needs a home. That would work. But LinkedIn by and large is business, business, business. And you can still be yourself. Um, the Drum Talk TV brand is playful. Um, it's, it's casual. It's sometimes a little snarky. And of course it's built after my personality. I still have latitude to be that way on LinkedIn. And as the social media guy, I'm more professional, but I'm still playful. I'm going to make the experience. It's, it's going to be crueling. Mm -hmm. There's going to be this giant earth mover that's going to back up to your desk and dump, you know, 50,000 hours I have up here of doing this onto your desk that you have to learn. But I'm going to make it fun because we all excel at things that we're good at and we get good at things that are fun for us to do. That'd be fair to say, right? Right. So LinkedIn is more business, business, business. My my uh, take on Instagram is it's of those five I mentioned. It's the most flash in the pan experience. I mean, literally, um, people won't watch long videos on on face on Instagram because they can't. You can only load a one minute video, or if you load a five minute video, it just shows the first minute, and People are used to using it like this. So they'll see it. It's mostly for pictures, but they'll see it like, oh, that's that's really neat. Like, oh, my niece, give her a heart. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that's funny. Laughing face. You know, this is how it's used. There's not always a ton of comments, but it is great for brand building. It is great for brand awareness. The platform that is the most spectacularly uh, productive as far as building it, and a relationship and for brand engagement and all of that is really Facebook because again, that's the human aspect of it. That's how the human behavior is. People will have long conversations in the comments on a Facebook post mm -hmm. uh, for better or worse. Sometimes um, people will share more, even though there's a share button on YouTube, it's not used nearly the same way. As Facebook yes people will share it and even though there's comments people will put comments but that's like a once and done and I'm gone sort of thing mm -hmm. whereas on Facebook if it's your channel for your brand and people are in love with your brand or interested in your brand and following your brand these conversations happen all day every day all day long um, and and so those are some of the differences in the oh we use Twitter again now we just fired Twitter back up after not using it for like five years, I think. Mm -hmm. um, and, and Twitter is limited in how many characters. It's also limited, and that's okay, because it has to do with the purpose. It's like a quick megaphone, and mm -hmm. blast out a message. Uh, world leaders, as you know, have been using Twitter. Um, I've noticed that. Yeah, and, and there's <laughs> a way 
to connect all of the, you don't need 10 channels, folks, but if you use three or if you use five, there's a way to connect all these so that they all work the same way for you in the sense of you're building your brand, you're building your product and service awareness, and you're driving traffic to where the next step is. Social media marketing is the top of the sales funnel. It's phase one. It's your chance to make the best impression. You know, one of the things I get a kick out of regarding that, I, talk, I keep talking about comments. This still happens. I remember when it first happened on Drum Talk TV. Now we have 1.1 million followers. Our engagement is the last seven days. Let me pull it up real quick. Just so I could put what I'm going to explain into, it's just to impress people with numbers. It's to explain how this all really works. So our last seven days we reached 9.9 .9 million people, 9.8, sorry, and have 1 million post engagements. Those are comments and shares. And it blows my mind in a happy way when we answer a comment and someone said, or a question on a post and someone says, wow, I didn't think anyone would answer. Now, what's important to understand about that is that's representative of what they're used to. Mm -hmm. So folks, if you want to do something different than most people are doing right now, answer the questions you're getting on your post. And if you're not getting questions, your content's not interesting enough. You're not piquing people. I say that with love, but the fact is you're not piquing people's interests. You're not creating curiosity and they don't care enough to ask a question. Again, this is what I teach how to do because it is a learned skill. It's my wife is always saying to me, you know, I'm trying to think of a, a, a spin on promoting this event I'm going to do and I'll just blurt something out. She'll say, how do you do that? It's, it's a muscle that you develop. You know, I sit with a couple of guys on my team and we'll brainstorm memes. I'll have one idea and we'll sit down on Zoom and in 20 minutes we have 40 new memes mm -hmm. because it's a learned skill. Um, so in my opinion, if, if you want to limit how much work you're going to put into this at first but still really be effective, I would start out with Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube put all your concentration in that and by the way there are a lot of shortcut programs out there and in today's microwave society shortcuts sound pretty tantalizing because we're all short on time no matter how much nooks and crannies we we carve out water seeks its own level right we're gonna fill it up with time with stuff to do and so shortcuts are really tantalizing but I have never used a program where if you design something perfectly for Facebook, you hit a button and it shoots it out to your other three, five, or 15 social media channels. Because if it's made perfectly for Facebook, it won't even fit into Twitter. It won't show properly in Instagram. It won't. So we've always done a little bit more heavy lifting, Ron, and we've done what the best strategies are for that post for that platform that it's going on. Well, that makes perfect sense. You've always got to know your audience right. um, and your audience on Facebook is going to be different from Instagram. The message has to, I mean, the points, the principles, what, what have you might be the same, but you've got to express them differently because the audience is different. You don't, you don't talk to a, a, a 20 year old on Instagram like you do, um, you know, a 50 or 60 year old on LinkedIn. It's different. That's right. And 
to that point, that's one of the first exercises I do in my courses is I help people drill down on who they think mm -hmm. their target market is. So for instance, let's say we had a shoe store together. Mm -hmm. If someone asked us, who do you sell shoes to? Well, duh, we sell people, we sell to people who wear shoes. Yeah. No, who do you really sell to? So there's different personas based on who people are at that time. So for instance, I have hiking shoes, I have work boots, I have pull shoes, I have cross trainers, walking shoes, men's dress shoes. I've got at least six kinds of shoes and four pairs of each. Mm -hmm. So our marketing <laughs> to address those different products in the mindset of the hiker mm -hmm. or the work boot person or the women with stiletto heels versus her casual flats. And even with that same product or service, even on the same platform, we have to do exactly what you just cited, Ron. And that's, no, are we talking to 20 year olds this way and a 60 year old this way, even on the same channel about the same product? Because right. the language and processing of the brain is clearly different. Same with gender. Same with gender, with age, other sociological backgrounds and differences, uh, monetary differences. With, you know, you can talk to someone who makes $300,000 a year, different than someone who makes 30. Right. right. You know, so exactly. those are the, the big forehead slapping, eye popping openers that I, I love to see people experience, even while I'm just giving a, a consultation. You know, it's fun to just help them realize, you know. Excellent. Well, um, I want to uh, I want to give out your website again. It's advancedsocialmarketing.com. All the information on classes and and all the things you do are going to be on that website. Yes. And and if uh, people have questions, they can email you dan at advancedsocialmarketing.com. So we're heading into the last quarter, uh, if you will, of, of the program. Um, what should we have talked about that we haven't gotten to yet? What should, what is left that you, uh, and it may be, uh, I've got a note here, uh, maybe some nuggets our audience can learn from and begin getting better results, but is there something else? Is there something we should have talked about that, that we haven't gotten to yet? Um, if it's okay, I'll answer that in a moment because while you were talking, I got an idea that I'd sure. like to throw out there for your listeners only. Sure. Okay. So, I mentioned earlier that it's hard sometimes for people to vet the right people or even really know maybe what they need. Mm -hmm. So what I'd like to offer is if anybody listening emails me at any time between now and the end of time, mm -hmm. emails me at dan at advancedsocialmarketing.com. And if you put uh, chatting with Ron in the subject line and Give me your information and I'll set up a call and send you a questionnaire and give you a free assessment of your online ecosystem. And what I mean by that is I will look at your website, I'll look at your social channels, and, and I'll give you an honest critique, what's working for you, what I think needs work, just so that you know that. And even if you don't want to work with me, that's okay. I, I usually charge $300 for a full assessment. I'd love to give your listeners an assessment at no charge, no obligation to give them a snapshot of where they are and a playbook of some things they ought to seriously consider changing, whether they hire me for that or not. 
isn't my motivation. I want to at least give your listeners somewhere to start, if that's mm -hmm. okay. Oh, that's great. That is wonderful. So listeners, take advantage of that. You heard him. Um, if, uh, if there's any interest at all, and most people do have an interest in growing their business, uh, put uh, this program, Chatting with Ron, in your, sub, uh, your subject uh, uh, blank and, uh, and send it to dan at advancedsocialmarketing.com. That's a great offer, and I, um, I really appreciate that for listeners. So happy to do it, absolutely. And for what else should we have covered you know, here's something I have found to be universal to say when I'm teaching, when I'm giving a free webinar or seminar with a group of a lot of different types of people. There seems to be this one thing I'm always compelled to explain. A lot of people, and often it's based on age or it's based on other cultural differences where people are hesitant to embrace this social media marketing thing. We've done it the same way for 50 years. Why do I need fans? Why do I need to be on the, why do I, why, why, why? Well, it kind of comes down to this. At one point in time, someone had to really yell at grandpa to stop with going to the telegraph office and just get this new thing called the telephone, yeah. right? And then there was this other thing that came out called email. There was a point in time where you, you couldn't ride a horse downtown Los Angeles or Nashville or anywhere because we built an infrastructure for the automobile. And there's, there's these technological shifts that create social shifts. And social media marketing and digital marketing is one of those things. It really is either get with it and get good at it or hire someone good at it or be left behind. It really is that simple. So I say this not in a scorning way. I hope it's not sounding that way. I know my voice tends to get real passionate about these things. I say it as an inspiring nugget to please embrace change, change that's for the better. That's the other thing I'll send anybody who emails me with chatting with Ron in the subject line, I'll send you plenty of third party statistics on proof that this is how successful marketing works now from many different sources too. This isn't just Uncle Dan saying what to do and why. This is industry news on what's working, who it's working for, and hopefully some inspiration for people to loosen up a little bit and embrace change for the better. Excellent. Excellent. I love your uh, examples. I don't care what age you are. You still have to keep up with the times. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's a, it's more important today than ever before, but B it's harder to do. It takes work because things change and move so fast. Yeah. So it, getting left behind is easier than it's ever been. And that's not a good place to be. Right. So, um, I really appreciate what you do. Uh, I love, uh, I love the offers that you've made to the listeners, but but I can't think of, uh, for most businesses, and, and I say that it doesn't have to be a for-profit or a not-for-profit uh, organization. It, right. you're, you're, you're either growing or you're dying. And if you're not, if you're stagnant, you're dying. Yeah. So uh, you've, got to, you've got to keep growing. And the way to do that nowadays 
is, uh, is through social marketing. I, I couldn't agree more. I've spent tens of thousands of dollars in the past on, uh, on print advertising, and I can tell you I never got any of that back. I can tell you where clients come from um, when it comes to, to uh, social media. So, uh, so I, I really, I'm grateful for, uh, for you being on today and for what you do. Thank and again, you. I really appreciate it. Well, um, let's, uh, we've got five minutes and then, then we'll have to wrap it up. Last, last five minutes, anything else? You just free wheel and whatever you'd like to say. Gosh, you know what keeps coming to my mind because I had this conversation with one of my mentors yeah. is to, to be brave. You know, be brave about doing something different. If you do it right, it does work. If you hire the right service provider that can show a track record, it absolutely does work. And, and I gotta say, it's fun and, and it's hard work, but it's not hard to do. I, I tell people, I'm really upfront when I work with teams that work for a company or even individual entrepreneurs, I'm an expert at giving people more stuff to do than they already did not have time for. But there's nothing I won't teach that doesn't work. There's no way that it won't work if you do exactly what I teach. And if you don't want to do it yourself and you'd rather hire someone like me to do it, I'll teach you just enough so that it's comfortable for you to understand what I need from you to help me develop the right content and provide the best service possible, but we are happy to do all the heavy lifting. So you don't have to learn how to do it all and do it all yourself or hire someone else in-house where you gotta pay the, uh, the payroll taxes on and all, you know, we don't have to always do it that way. I'm happy to provide the service with my team. Great, great. Well, that said, um, folks, uh, you've been listening to Dan Schinder. Uh, he is, uh, his website is advancedsocialmarketing.com. You can reach him at dan at advancedsocialmarketing.com. Um, you've been listening to Chatting with Ron. Uh, dan, thank you so much for being on today's program. Thank you, Ron. I really appreciate it. That said, uh, folks, once again, Chatting with Ron is heard on WVLP-FM radio located in Valparaiso, Indiana on Monday mornings from 8 to 9, Friday afternoons from 1 to 2. If you're in Valpo, you can listen to it on 103.1 FM, or you can listen to it at those times on, uh, by streaming it at WVLP.org. I encourage all my listeners to go to uh, iTunes. Uh, look up chatting with Ron and, uh, and if you like the program, uh, subscribe. So once again, thank you for listening today. Thank you, Dan, for being with us and, uh, everybody have a great week.